This is War Vessel Radio, standing firm upon the truth of Jesus Christ and speaking triumphantly from the Word of God, boldly living from a position in Christ and decreasing so that Jesus will increase, proclaiming to the world the gospel of Jesus Christ and a hope and a future found in Him. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 16 of the War Vessel Radio. I'm here again with my sister, Emma. Hello. And we are going to be diving back into Psalm 37, uh, specifically verses 7 through 8, and looking at this idea of the resting heart. We've been kind of in the study of the heart, if you will, and what's our heart's position in Christ and in before the Lord, and we've gone through abiding and delighting and all these committing <laughs> and all these different um, heart postures. postures before. Yes, thank you. Postures before <laughs> the Lord. Um, so today we're in a resting heart, but also in verse 8 it talks about ceasing from something, more specifically ceasing from anger and wrath, but a ceasing heart, which just sounds a little weird. <laughs> but uh, So we're going to start with a little get to know you, and Em and I, off the suggestion of a listener, decided to go um, and discuss what, along the theme of resting, what is our easiest way to relax or what is our best way of relaxing. So, Emma, do you want to go first? Sure. Um, What is one of your favorite ways to relax? It's a... um, I love to work out. I think that is one way that it is very stress-free for me. As long <laughs> as I'm not around other people. I don't like going to a gym and working out. I like being by myself. Um, is one way that I enjoy <clears throat> relaxing, even though it doesn't seem like it'd be a relaxing thing. Another one is just sitting in nature and mm. enjoying, you know, taking delight in some of those brief moments of peace that seem to come very rarely and enjoying a peaceful frosty morning with birds chirping and everything that's I relax almost instantaneously (laughs) in that type of environment so all right Emma how do you best relax well I was thinking about this and I don't really know but I think it would be similar to um what I talked about enjoying delighting in and just being outside and taking a walk and just being able to take deep breaths in the fresh air. Um, But also in having conversations with people and being able to just talk through things and hear what is on people's hearts. And I know I have a few people who are just really dear to my heart and just talking with them and being able to relax in their presence and just know that we can bounce ideas and thoughts Mm. off of each other. Um, Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. All right, so there you guys go. (laughs) Hook into our relaxing. Um, So let's just start out by reading verses 7 through 8 in Psalm 37. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret because of him who prospers in his way, because of the man who brings wicked schemes to pass. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Do not fret. It only causes harm. 
I guess a couple of things that come to mind um, as I've been, as Emma and I have been thinking about this and discussing it is uh, this word rest. And when I was looking it up <clears throat> a week or so ago, uh, and Emma freshly reminded me of what it meant today, ironically enough, uh, it's this idea of actually one of the definitions is to become dumb or yeah, that's like the best way to say it. And that's, that really took me off guard. But as I <laughs> reflected on that, it's actually a very good way of putting mm-hmm. kind of what rest is almost. Right. You know, it. you mentioned er, a little earlier before we started that the opposite of rest is doing. Mm. And I think that is very true. Yeah. <laughs> And we live in a culture and a society mm-hmm. and in daily timelines that demand doing yeah. almost 97%. And rest is relatively, it's left kind of to the sides. Mm-hmm. And doing requires thought, it requires thinking. And, right. you know, I work in construction, so I'm always doing fractions and math and or just trying to make something fit together and it's not a very restful job. And at mm. the end of the day, I feel that. So to me, that definition of to become dumb is actually, it's just in my head, it's really good. Yeah. And I was, you know, we talked a little bit about a couple weeks ago, I forget in which episode exactly, but the, the themes of the shepherd, I think that was actually in, um, oh, that was in the, the trusting, mm-hmm. the trusting heart one. And, uh, that sheep are relatively dumb. From what I've heard, <laughs> they're dumb, and but they just follow the shepherd. If mm-hmm. a good sheep listens to the shepherd's voice and stays close to the shepherd, rests in in the trust that the shepherd right has everything under control. He doesn't mm-hmm. need to think. He just can be dumb. Yeah, which is interesting to me. And what are your thoughts on? Yeah. Um kind of same as you when I read through what waiting and resting in the Lord actually means I was like um since when does resting in the Lord mean to be dumb (laughs) but as I was thinking about it realizing that that is exactly what resting in Jesus is it Mm -hmm. is not thinking about how the situation is going to work out saying that there's a situation like not striving after um trying to figure it out in your own strength and not giving your opinion to god because he doesn't need your opinion he knows exactly what needs to be done in your life exactly what you need and so i guess i think about that um as this is him asking me to rest in him, to rest in knowing that he has things under control. And I need to stop thinking that I know better than he does. I mm-hmm. need to become simple and dumb and completely trusting and in full security knowing that Jesus has it and that he is the wise one. Um, 
yeah, that's what I was thinking. That's super good. One thing I noticed as I was going through this um, is rest is kind of the result of all the other episodes. It's the combination mm. or it's the result of a trusting in the Lord, yes. of dwelling in Christ, of delighting yourself in Christ and committing your way to Christ and trusting in him. And then now we come to resting. It is the result of letting go mm-hmm. of everything that you care about and think about and letting Christ yes. have it. And that's kind of the becoming dumb idea. It's we complicate our lives yeah. with stuff and with issues and we try to be smart, I guess, mm-hmm. with sophistication. And we need to be doing the sophistication. <laughs> I was laughing because I made up a word. It's a good word, sophistication. We need to be sophisticated. Um <laughs> It's like strategery, George W. Bush style. <laughs> um, we sophisticate our lives, and what we really need to do is uncomplicate them. We mm-hmm. need to become unsophisticated right? and just simplify. And that is done by having a trusting heart, by ha- having a dwelling and abiding heart mm-hmm. and a delighting heart in the Lord and just letting go of it all. And right. That's the becoming dumb element. It's not that I need to mm-hmm. be, you know, the moron Christian, <laughs> but it's actually backwards as in I'm smarter by letting mm-hmm. Jesus have it all than trying to figure it out on my own and in my yeah. own strength. Yeah. Um, another element that I was thinking of as well is, I guess this could probably be a whole other episode, but it talks about the righteous man, the upright man, the blameless man. Uh, that, you know, it characterizes different men and in, in this, the or versions of men. They have you have a wicked man, and a righteous man, or an upright man, whatever you want to use. Uh, and the two are at odds with each other. And I, I, I was listening to this on re- this chapter on repeat a bunch today at work. And the thing that struck out to me is everything that the wicked does is trying to take down the righteous. Mm. But in the end, he has nothing. The mm-hmm. righteous, even it says in verse 16, a little that a righteous man has is better than the riches of many wicked. And the little that a righteous man has is actually, actually tremendously much if you look at that as the righteous man possesses Christ. Mm-hmm. And the reason he's righteous is because he has Christ and the spirit of Christ is in him and working in him. And so everything he has to hope for and what his life is in is everlasting. Mm-hmm. And uh, the wicked does not have that. It's all perishable. Everything that their their life is in is, is wasteful. Um, and so I thought, you know, that's what this whole chapter is contrasting is righteousness and wickedness and but also this idea of the flesh is temporary it it, ha- it boasts in strength while its time is on earth mm-hmm. but it has no strength when that time is over and instead the weakness of the righteous on the earth can be boasted in eternity because right. their strength was founded in something greater mm-hmm. 
it just took longer to see. Right. <laughs> I, that was uh, something that, that stood out to me. I do want to go back. So that was kind of a side trail. But uh, <laughs> I mean, what you were talking a little bit about fretting. What did you mm-hmm. have kind of in relation to the fretting work? Yeah. And I think that this ties into what you were just talking about. Um, the rest of these uh, two verses. And it talks about fretting, which is kind of a lame word in some ways when you think about it. It's not like... Yeah, I think of nervous. Right, right. That's kind of what I was thinking too. But it's really this passionate, like, do not become angry. Do not become consumed with this thing. Like, in this passage, it's talking about um, not fretting about the man who prospers in his way, the wicked Mm man. And I think that that definitely goes along with the whole resting in the Lord, becoming dumb, and waiting on him. Because God is saying... Rest in me, rest in what I'm doing, and do not take what the world views as the necessary course of action, which is, you know, fuming over something that someone's done or something that you potentially don't understand or something that you do understand. You're not supposed to be taking control, thinking about it, becoming consumed and angry Mm -hmm. about it. You're supposed to be committing that to the Lord, like what Jacob was saying. This... The things that we've talked about previously, they all tie in and kind of come to a conclusion here in this thing. Like, you're not supposed to be fretting. You're not supposed to be coming angry because that is what the wicked man does. But this is setting you apart from him. And you are to take the heavenly course, the heavenly perspective Mm -hmm. of peace, which comes... um, back through in the next few verses but like you are to cease from anger and forsake wrath and not fret because it only causes harm and it causes harm to you as the righteous man because you're taking that control back from God and into your own hands um and you are choosing to pursue what we would consider the wicked man to be Mm -hmm. pursuing instead of what God is asking us as the righteous and as the peacemakers to be holding on to. Right. Yeah, and building off what you said and what I was kind of getting at previously, uh, first 7 and 8 move into 9, 10, and 11, Mm -hmm. which you were touching on, you know, verse 8 ends in, do not fret, it only ca- causes harm. And in verse 9 it starts, for evildoers shall be cut off, but those who wait on the Lord, they shall inherit the earth. For yet a little while, and the wicked shall be no more. Indeed, you will look carefully for his place, but it shall be no more. But the meek shall inherit the earth, and shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. Mm-hmm. And that just goes back to that temporary versus eternal perspective of what our hope in as Christians and as followers of Christ Mm -hmm. 
is not in the things of this earth, the things that cause us to threat or threat. Threat <laughs> cause us to threat. Threaten <laughs> to cause us to threaten. Um it's not in the things of the earth that cause us to fret. Mm-hmm. But um it's in the everlasting and in the promises right. of God that our inheritance is coming. Eventually mm-hmm. the wicked will be no more. And this just stood out to me. But uh Oh, never mind. I read it wrong. <laughs> it could have been cool. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure it's so cool. <laughs> Holy Spirit's just like, oh, retranslate. Uh, so, yeah, that, you know, it, it says there shall be no, the wicked shall have no place. Mm. And that what's in place instead is what the righteous have inherited. Mm-hmm. And that, and in that there's an abundance of peace. There's rest. Right. And there's that word delight again. Um, and shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. Yeah. And like you were bringing about this, cease from anger and forsake wrath. Do not fret, only causes harm. Fret meaning that kind of that it comes from a place of anger or uh, mm-hmm. or wrath. It's the meek, the opposite yes. of angry and wrathful that inherit the earth. And that mm-hmm. is a, which is, uh, element of Christliness yes. is that meekness and a heart of just. I'm trying to think of a good way to put meek. Like I, when I think about the word meek, even right. in my, well, I know what I'm like. It's. I just it's almost like humility, which yeah. is a putting yourself under, not in a, um, not in a prideful way mm-hmm. um right i know I'm but just, as i was trying to figure out a new an illustration for that i was like i cannot think of something that makes sense right. well hopefully you all know what meek <laughs> is in your right, own way yeah i mean i think it kind of ties back in to the commit mm-hmm. it's it, that takes humility to let go and to say okay god you have this i'm not gonna go forward and try to spout off my own way but I'm gonna rest and wait on you and I think another thing um about the wait patiently for him in verse seven is that um is very different from the patiently that we tend to think about yeah it's kind of aggressive um when you look into it yeah it's this it's almost agony, right? Like turmoil and yes, torture, right? Which is harsh to think of. Yeah, and so you're like, if you put yourself in this place of this righteous man who is going to have to endure seeing the evil man prospering in his way, the evil man getting what he wants, mm. and. You, as the righteous person, has to rest in the Lord and wait on Him when you're thinking, if only God would just justify me now. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to be agony to to wait. But it is this hopeful, like, I know that my God is going to do this, that He is doing it in His timing. But it's it's kind of hard to explain, like, 
it's not a bad agony, like an unjust agony, but this yearning and this desire to wait patiently. Well, it's really difficult to know you're in the right. And I don't say that in a prideful way, Mm -hmm. but to know that you're right and to watch or you are, you're, I guess you're in the place of righteousness and to watch Mm. something wrong happen where you're disregarded or thrown to the side. Like injustice is really what, when you're not justified for something that you're rightly doing or have done Mm -hmm. and someone else comes in and either totally bashes what you've done or walks away with the seeming victory of of something you've accomplished that's how i like that's Mm -hmm. what comes to mind that's agony to watch that happen but then that's an that's where the meekness comes in is Mm -hmm. to not swell up and right seek justice of your own strength Mm -hmm. but to remain meek and allow that to pass by yes and to settle into the lord and say all right, God, this is this is you. And I there was another word that um, described that hmm. that waiting season, and it was hope. And I thought that that was really interesting because it's it's not a hopeless situation, but it is a longing and a knowing that the season is not forever, hmm. and that, like Jacob said. We have the knowledge that we have a reward, and that reward is Jesus in the end, that we have something, a substance. It's not like everything on this earth is eventually going to burn. It's going to be dust. And so if we're placing our reward in that, it's it's nothing, but we're able to rest and cling to Jesus and... He's everything. Right. Um, that just brings me to uh, something I was reading last week that I had to do for a quiet time in a Bible study I was in. But uh, Matthew six nineteen, it talks about laying up treasures in heaven. Mm. And it, I'll just read 19 to, to 23, I guess. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Mm-hmm. And I guess I'm not going to read 22 and 23, though I like 22 and 23. <laughs> um, but yeah, going. I love what you said about our substance needing to be of Christ. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, whatever we're collecting through the day, it should be, as Christians, it should be Christ. That's where right. the substance of our day should be found. And that's a challenge to me because I know there's many days where my substance is in much more fretting and trying in my own strength. Mm-hmm. And I have to return. Like, I don't feel rested. Right. I, you can, in fact, in if you look at, if you just turn kind of a page to Psalm 38, it talks about the chase, this prayer of chastening, mm-hmm. or prayer in chastening, um, and it kind of describes this physical. David describes his physical response to being not right with the Lord, if you will, yes. and that's so true. Like when I have not 
spent my day resting in the Lord, Mm -hmm. there's a physical, almost like stressfulness that I feel where I'm, there's this pressure that I need to return to Christ, which in a way we never like that feeling. But if you look at it as that's a a cry to return Mm -hmm. back to the heart of Christ, it's actually a really great (laughs) feeling. (laughs) Thank heavens for that feeling. Otherwise we just carry on. Um, All right. So we need to wrap this up, but that was really good stuff. I hope you guys enjoyed it and uh, we'll be back next week to probably wrap this session up. Maybe we'll have two more, one or two (laughs) more. We'll see. All right. Thanks guys. Thank you for listening to War Vessel Radio. If you enjoyed this podcast, please follow and share this podcast with others so the truth of Jesus Christ will continue to spread. Thanks again for listening, and may the love, joy, peace, and grace of Jesus fill you today.